0: 2 Chronicles, chapter 33. Manasseh was 12 years old when he became king and reigned 55 years in Jerusalem, he did what was evil in the Lord's sight, imitating the detestable practices of the nations that the Lord had dispossessed before the Israelites He rebuilt high places, high places that his father, Hezekiah, had torn down and reestablished the altars uh, for the Baals. He made Asherah poles, and he worshiped the whole heavenly host and served them. He built altars. In the Lord's temple where Yahweh had said, Jerusalem is where my name will remain forever. He built altars to the whole heavenly host in both courtyards of the Lord's temple. He passed his sons through the fire in the valley of Hinnom. He practiced Witchcraft, divination, and sorcery, and consulted mediums and spiritists. He did a great deal of evil in the Lord's sight, provoking him. Manasseh set up a carved image of the idol he had made in God's temple about which God had said to David and his son Solomon, I will establish my name forever in this temple and in Jerusalem, which I have chosen out of all the tribes of Israel. I will never again remove the feet Of the Israelites from the land where I stationed your ancestors, if only they will be careful to do all that I have commanded them through Moses, all the law, statutes, and judgments. So Manasseh calls Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem to stray. So they did worse evil than the nations the Lord had destroyed before the Israelites. The Lord spoke to Manasseh and his people, but they didn't listen. So he brought against them the military commanders of the king of Assyria. They captured Manasseh with hooks bound him with bronze shackles and took him to Babylon. When he was in distress, when he was in distress, he sought the favor of Yahweh his God, and earnestly humbled himself before the God of his ancestors. He prayed to him. So he heard his petition and granted his request and brought him back to Jerusalem, to his kingdom. So Manasseh came to know that Yahweh is God. After this, he built the outer wall of the city of David from west of Gahan in the valley to the entrance of the fish gate. He brought it around the Ophel and he heightened it considerably. He also placed military commanders in all the fortified cities of Judah. He removed the foreign gods and the idol from the Lord's temple, along with all the altars that he had built on the mountain of the Lord's temple and in Jerusalem. And he threw them outside the city. He built the altar of the Lord and offered fellowship and thank offerings on it. Then he told Judah to serve Yahweh, the God of Israel. However, the people still sacrificed at the high places, but only to Yahweh, their God. The rest of the events of Manasseh's reign, along with his prayer to his God, and the words of the seers who spoke to him in the name of, Of Yahweh, the God of Israel, are written in the records of Israel's kings. His prayer and how God granted his request and all his sin and unfaithfulness and the sites where he built high places and set up asherah poles and carved images before he humbled himself. They are written In the records of Hosei, Manasseh rested with his fathers, and he was buried in his own house. His son, Ammon, became king in his place. Ammon was 22 years old when he became king and reigned two years in Jerusalem. He did what was evil in the Lord's sight, just as his father Manasseh had done. Ammon... Sacrificed to all the carved images that his father Manasseh had made, and he served them. But he did not humble himself before the Lord like his father Manasseh humbled himself. Instead, Amon increased his guilt. So his servants conspired against him and put him to death in his own house. Then the common people executed all those who conspired against King Ammon and made his son, Josiah, king in his place. Revelation chapter 19. After this, I heard something like, the loud voice of a vast multitude in heaven saying, Hallelujah, salvation, glory, and power belong to our God because his judgments are true and righteous because he has judged the notorious prostitute who corrupted the earth with her sexual immorality, and he has avenged the blood of his slaves that was on her hands. A second time, they said, Hallelujah! Her smoke ascends forever and ever. Then the twenty-four elders and the four living creatures fell down, and worshipped God, who is seated on the throne, saying, Amen! Hallelujah! A voice came from the throne, saying, Praise our God, all his slaves, who fear him, both small and great. Then I heard something like the voice of a vast multitude, like the sound of cascading waters, and like the rumbling of loud thunder, saying, Hallelujah! Because our Lord God, the Almighty, has begun to reign. Let us be glad, rejoice, and give Him. Glory because the marriage of the Lamb has come and his wife has prepared herself. She was given fine linen to wear, bright and pure. For the fine linen represents the righteous acts of the saints. Then he said to me, Right, those invited to the marriage feast of the Lamb are fortunate. He also said to me, These words of God are true. Then I fell at his feet to worship him. But he said to me, Don't do that. I am a fellow slave with you and your brothers who have the testimony about Jesus. Worship God because the testimony about Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. When then I saw, then I saw heaven opened, and there was a white horse. Its writer is called Faithful and True, and he judges and makes war in righteousness. His eyes were like a fiery flame, and many crowns were on his head. He had a name written that no one knows except himself. He wore a robe. Stained with blood. And his name is the word of God. The armies that were in heaven followed him on white horses. Wearing pure white linen. A sharp sword came from his mouth. So that he might strike the nations with it. He will shepherd them with an iron scepter. He will also trample the winepress of the fierce anger of God, the Almighty. And he has a name written on his robe and on his thigh. King of kings! and Lord of King of kings, and Lord of lords. Then I saw an angel standing on the sun, and he cried out in a loud voice, saying to all the birds flying high overhead, Come, gather together for the great supper of God, so that you... May eat the flesh of kings, the flesh of commanders, the flesh of mighty men, the flesh of horses and of their riders, and the flesh of everyone, both free and slave, small and great. Then I saw the beast, the kings of the earth, and their armies gathered together to wage war against the rider on the horse and against his army. But the beast was taken prisoner and along with him, the false prophet who had performed the signs. In his presence, he deceived those who accepted the mark of the beast and those who worshipped his image. With these signs, both of them were thrown alive into the lake of fire that burns with sulfur. The rest were killed with the sword that came from the mouth of the rider on the horse and all the birds were filled with their flesh Malachi chapter 1 an oracle the word of the Lord to Israel through Malachi I have loved you Says the Lord, but you ask, How have you loved us? Wasn't Esau Jacob's brother? This is the Lord's declaration Even so, I loved Jacob, but I hated Esau. I turned his mountains into a wasteland and gave his inheritance to the desert jackals. Though Edom says, we have been devastated, but we will rebuild the ruins. The Lord of hosts says this, they may build, but I will demolish. They will be called a wicked country. And the people of the Lord has cursed. Forever. Your own eyes will see this, and you yourselves will say, The Lord is great, even beyond the borders of Israel. A son honors his father, and a servant his master. But if I am a father, where is my honor? And if? I am a master. Where is your fear of me? Says Yahweh of hosts to you priests who despise my name. Yet you ask, how have we despised your name? By presenting defiled food on my altar. You ask, how have we defiled you? When you say, the Lord's table is contemptible, when you present a blind animal for sacrifice, is it not wrong? And when you present a lame or sick animal, is it not wrong? Bring it to your governor. Would he be pleased with you or show you favor? Asks the Lord of hosts. And now ask for God's favor. Will he be gracious to us? Since this has come from your hands, will he show any of you favor? Asks the Lord of hosts. I wish one of you would shut the temple doors, so you would no longer kindle a useless fire on my altar. I am not pleased with you, says the Lord of hosts, and I will accept no offering from your hands. for. My name will be great among the nations from the rising of the sun to its setting. Incense and pure offerings will be presented in my name in every place because my name will be great among the nations, says Yahweh of hosts. But you are Profaning it when you say, The Lord's table is defiled, and its product, its food, is contemptible. You also say, Look, what a nuisance, and you scorn it, says the Lord of hosts. You bring stolen, lame, or sick animals. You bring this as an offering? Am I to accept that from your hands? Asks the Lord. The deceiver is cursed. Who has an acceptable male in his flock and makes a vow, but sacrifices a defective animal to the Lord? For I am a great king, says Yahweh of hosts, and my name will be feared among the nations. The Gospel according to John, chapter 18. After Jesus had said these things, he went out with his disciples across the Kidron Valley, where there was a garden, and he And his disciples went into it. Judas, who betrayed him, also knew the place because Jesus often met there with his disciples. So Judas took a company of soldiers and some temple police from the chief priests and the Pharisees and came there with lanterns, torches, and weapons. Then Jesus, knowing everything that was about to happen to him, went out and said to them, Who is it you're looking for? Jesus, the Nazarene, they answered. I am he, Jesus told them. Judas, who betrayed him, was also standing with them, When he told them, I am he, they stepped back and fell to the ground. Then he asked them again, Who is it you're looking for? Jesus, the Nazarene, they said. I told you, I am he. Jesus replied, So if you're looking for me, let these men go. This was to fulfill the words He had said, I have not lost one of those you have given me. Then Simon, Peter, who had a sword, drew it, struck the high priest's slave and cut off his right ear. The slave's name was Malchus. At that, Jesus said to Peter, "Sheath your sword, am I not to drink the cup the Father has given me? Then the company of soldiers, the commander, and the Jewish temple police arrested Jesus and tied him up. First, they led him to Anas, for he was the father-in-law of Saiphaz, who was high priest that year. Saiphaz was the one who had advised the Jews that it was advantageous that one man should die for the people. Meanwhile, Simon Peter was following Jesus as was another disciple. That disciple was an acquaintance of the high priest. So he went with Jesus into the high priest's courtyard. But Peter remained standing outside by the door, so the other disciple, the one known to the priest went out and spoke to the girl who was the doorkeeper and brought Peter in. Then the slave girl, who was the doorkeeper, said to Peter, You aren't one of this man's disciples too, are you? I am not, he said. Now the slaves and the temple police had made a charcoal fire. Because it was cold. They were standing there warming themselves and Peter was standing with them warming himself. The high priest questioned Jesus about his disciples and about his teaching. I... Have spoken openly to the world. Jesus answered him I have always taught in the synagogue and in the temple complex where all the Jews congregate, and I haven't spoken anything in secret. Why do you? Question me. Question those who heard what I told them. Look, they know what I said. They know what I said. When he said these things, one of the temple police standing by slapped Jesus, saying, Is this the way you answer the high priest. If I have spoken wrongly, Jesus answered him, give evidence about the wrong. But if rightly, why do you hit me? Then Annas sent him bound to Caiaphas, the high priest. Now Simon Peter was standing and warming himself. They said to him, You aren't one of his disciples too, are you? He denied it and said, I am not one of the high priest's slaves. A relative of the man whose ear Peter had cut off said, Didn't I see you with him in the garden? Peter then denied it again. Immediately a rooster crowed. Then they took Jesus from Cephas to the governor's headquarters. It was early morning. They did not enter the headquarters themselves, otherwise, they would be defiled and unable to eat the Passover. Then Pilate came out to them and said, What charge do you bring against this man? They answered him, If this man weren't a criminal, we wouldn't have handed him over to you. So Pilate told them, Take him yourselves and judge him according to your law. It's not legal for us to put anyone to death, the Jews declared. They said this so that Jesus' words might be fulfilled, signifying what kind of death he was going to die. Then Pilate went back into the headquarters, summoned Jesus, and said to him, Are you the king of the Jews? Jesus answered, Are you asking this on your own, or have others told you about me?" "'I am not a Jew, am I?' Pilate replied. "'Your own nation and the chief priests handed you over to me. What have you done?' "'My kingdom is not of this world,' Jesus said. "'If my kingdom were of this world, My servants would fight so that I wouldn't be handed over to the Jews. As it is, my kingdom does not have its origin here. You are a king then? Pilate asked. You say that I am a king. I was born. You say that I'm a king. Jesus replied, I was born for this, and I have come into the world for this, to testify to the truth. Everyone who is of the truth listens to my voice. What is truth? Pilate asked. What is truth? said Pilate. After he had said this, he went out to the Jews again and told them, I find no grounds for charging him. You have a custom that I release one prisoner to you at the Passover. So, do you want me to release to you the king of the Jews? They shouted back. Not this man, but Barabbas. Now Barabbas was a revolutionary.